Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, one-shot, and special presentation in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I am Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Camarena. And before we start this week's episode, we would love it if you followed us on Twitter, I guess. I, I need to stop saying we would love it. Anyway, if you do follow us there, we are at MCU underscore Rewind. Uh, and also, uh, a thing we actually would love is if you give us a rating. We ask you every single week, and we don't get that many. So it would be great if you gave us a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Good Pods, etc., etc., whatever podcast you use. Uh, if you use a podcasting app that doesn't let you give a rating, just go find one. They exist. And tell your friends about the show. All right. Uh, oh, and the other thing that I always need to bring up is, hey, we're doing something new uh, this year. The last week of every month, we are doing what I, I guess we're calling them grab bag episodes. I guess that name stuck. Uh, I'm sorry. This is what happens when I yep, name things. It's your fault. Yep. All right. Uh, so <laughs> we're we're doing something where it's still MCU, Marvel, comic, somewhat sort of kind of related, uh, but it's not MCU specific. Uh, and it's hard to think up concepts. So if you have any ideas of something you think we should talk about or review or, or whatever, let us know. Uh, you can tell us on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind, or you can send us an email. And the email address is mcurewind at gmail.com. There's no underscore in there. Tony, do you check the email? Because I don't. Uh, I do have it connected to my phone. I think I've received four emails in the past five years, so I'm glad I have it still connected. Okay, cool, awesome. Make it All five, right. guys. Make it five. That's right, and no more. Just that. Just stop at five. But you, no. we'll leave you to figure out how to do that. Okay, I think we're good with all the intros. Today, yeah. we're finishing up. Our rewind of season two of Jessica Jones with episode 13, a.k.a. Playland, which dropped just like every other episode on March 8th of 2018. And as always, here's a rundown of the episode. Jessica and Alyssa are on an old-fashioned family kidnapping. Uh, they drive towards the Canadian border, um, saving a family caught in a car wreck on the way. After the accident, uh, she decides that maybe it's best that she goes along with her mom and helps her escape. Uh, Jessica meets with Oscar to arrange new papers so they can cross the border, but he has been followed by the police. Jessica and Alyssa continue to go uh, for the border, but they are confronted by police roadblocks. There's a lot of going for the border. They change the route and stop at a nearby amusement park called Playland, where Alyssa decides to give up and wait until the police arrive. Trish uh, sees a news report of the traffic of the traffic accident and calls uh, Detective Number One. From now on, called Detective Costa. Detective Number Two had a terrible end, so she talks to him about the roadblocks. Remembering that the Jones family had visited the Playland uh, before the accident, Trish goes there and kills Alyssa with amazing marksman skills. Jessica takes the blame, but does not uh, forgive Trish. So she blames Trish, but does not forgive her. Trish later discovers uh, uh, that her uh, reflexes appear to be heightened. Malcolm gives the blackmail material uh, he found to Hogarth, allowing her to leave the law firm with enough money to start her own. Malcolm then begins working for Hogarth as part of Chang's uh, detective agency. And finally, Jessica decides to end her isolation by having dinner with Oscar and Vito. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad the episode end, ended kind of nice. For Jessica, at least. 
Yeah, yeah. After losing her mom and her sister, she has a boyfriend and a annoying small child. <laughs> so, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Are you ready to move on to our fast facts? Yes, I am. On your left. Uh huh. On my left. Got it. Damn it. Jesus, you are fast. Stay away. Look, I don't want to hurt you. <laughs> You didn't see that coming? Alright, Al, what do you got for us? I completely forgot about this. Um, come back to me. Alright, Al, I figured out a punishment. Oh no, Oh, this can't be good. Alright. If you forget a fast fact at the start of it from now on, three times, after the third time, uh, one of our grab bag episodes, you have to watch Back to the Future. And we'll review it. <laughs> okay, now three times in a row or in total? No, in total. So after okay. the third one, our next grab bag, unless it's like our 300th anniversary or 300th episode, on a future grab bag, we will be doing Back to the Future. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, now, does this one count or are we starting next no, week? We are starting next week because you did not know the rule and how urgent it is. <laughs> okay, I think that's fair. Okay. All right. <clears throat> My fast facts. Uh, we start with the title, uh, Playland, which, you know, this whole show has been like a Playland. It's just been a bag of laughs with our uh, wonderful comedian, Jessica Jones, uh, leading the charge. Um, mm-hmm. But also, uh, obviously, it's the amusement park the family used to go to and the climax of the episode. So, yeah. So, I guess it's all Playland. Mm-hmm. Um, Al, we brought this up a couple weeks ago. Uh, actually, probably in the first or second episode. But Jessica actually says, warns her mother not to say, with great power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. Where did this come from in the MCU? <laughs> I'm so confused. We talked about it's... it when the wizard said, with great uh, power comes great mental illness. Now we're getting the actual line. It's It, it has to have shown up in something, some kind of media. Right. Like and and my assumption is maybe it's like an old TV show, some old movie or book that was kind of popular with an older generation. So they know about it, mm-hmm. but they just don't say what it is. And which is why we then later hear, um, you know, in uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, we hear uh, Aunt May say it. Mm-hmm. But Peter, I don't think had ever heard that phrase before. So no. my assumption Star Wars just, movie. Exactly. So my my assumption is it has to have been something that is just kind of lost to the ages because that generation of people have, you know, they've gotten older. Uh, And so, you know, younger generations don't really know what that means. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say in the MCU, Superman, the movie has that line because it sounds like something that Jonathan Kent would say to Clark. (laughs) That's a good point. Yeah, that that could work. Okay, let's go with that. Superman the movie, one yeah. of the many I mean, Superman movies, because I'm sure those well, keep getting rebooted. I mean, yeah, but like Superman the, I think it's either the movie or the motion picture. It's like the 1975 Christopher Reeve Superman. That's where I imagine mm-hmm. it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, right. that makes more sense. <laughs> yep. Um, we get when Trish gets out of the hospital. The doctor says that she's used two of her nine lives. Uh, a reference to the fact that uh, Patsy in the comics, Patsy Walker, is known as Hellcat. 
um, much in the tradition of Catwoman and uh, Black Cat, uh, we'll be getting a lot of cat jokes from now till forever about Trish. Mm -hmm. And then finally, we get Superhero Landing number 130. Um, it is a superhero angry landing when Jessica jumps off the Ferris wheel to land right in front of Trish to confront her about, you know, shooting her mom. Mm -hmm. All right, what's your fast fact, Al? Oh, uh, I thought I was supposed to give up. Oh, you no, I thought I was to, allowed, uh, to. Give me allowed to give okay, up. Okay, you are allowed <laughs> to give up. Next yeah. week, not allowed to give up. Okay, that's good. I already looked at my notes for next week, and I, I have something. So, awesome. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's move on to our hero. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you're a superhero. Didn't? Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. But... It's too late for heroes. Heroes, your word, not mine. I guess we should start with our very own Kristen Ritter, Jessica Jones. <laughs> and she is a... Comedian actress, and that is actually the person who plays Jessica Jones, for those who don't know. <laughs> mm -hmm. Alright, where yeah, should we she, start She's out? pretty funny in, in things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23, I think I mentioned this before, is, in my mind, just Jessica B minus the tragedy. Uh, she's just as sarcastic and just as mean to everybody else. But she's not sad. <laughs> or an alcoholic? I'm not sure. I haven't seen that show in a long time. She could have drank a lot. Oh, she is. She is definitely an alcoholic in that show. That character. Okay. Okay. Yes. I only <laughs> saw that show once, maybe roughly around the time of season one of Jessica Jones. So. Oh, okay. I've rewatched that show a handful of times because there, there's only like two seasons and it's a half hour show. And it's like, and it's funny. I don't know, 20 episodes sort of. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's, it's an awesome show. If you have not watched that show, uh, you're, you're missing out. It's a really good sitcom. It's just fun. Yeah. All right, where should we start with Jessica? Um, well, I, I guess um, my preference is always to start at the beginning. So she wakes up Jessica. angry in a camper. Oh, I thought you were going to say Jessica Jones was born in 1980-something. <laughs> I was thinking back. specifically the episode. Um, oh, okay, cool. Mm -hmm, cool, cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so she's in the camper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she, she wakes up and she's... I, I this is one of those things where like I'm I'm not sure what's going on in her head. Like, all right, great, I was knocked out and basically abducted by my mom. We're going somewhere. She kind I mean she she kind of knows what's going on, right? Like because she, she knew beforehand, right? In last week's episode, like her mom was already trying to get her to leave with her. So, uh. It makes sense, but she is she is not happy about any of this, which mm -hmm. makes sense. You know, I wouldn't be happy if I was just knocked out and effectively kidnapped. Yeah, that's true. I would. That's definitely in the bottom five things I want to happen this week. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Um, Mom says she can go anywhere that Jessica wants as long as it's not America or jail. <laughs> so. <laughs> There's still like you know, 190 that... something countries left. So. Yeah, it's a that's a lot of places, you know. You got you got Canada right there. Mm -hmm. 
you know, you've got Hawaii, you've got yeah. the Netherlands. Uh, um, you don't have Hawaii, but okay, Al. <laughs> it's, um, it's part of the United States. Listen, when I went to Hawaii, I had to fill out one of those forms asking me if I'm bringing any, like, dangerous stuff on me or, like, you know, uh, like plants or something. And that's the kind of thing I have to sign when I go to other countries, too. So, in my mind, it's basically a different country. I've had to sign that landing in California. <laughs> hmm. Whatever. Yeah, okay. Good to know. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. She, so, they, they've got a lot of places. <laughs> yeah. So, Alyssa says that... Um, she doesn't feel guilty about taking Jessica away from her life because her life is being an alcoholic and just angry at people, which is fair. It's not much of a life. That's true. I mean, she is uh, tough mothering, I guess, right? She's like, yeah. hey, your life really sucks. I got to do something to help you. This is this is just real bad. You don't have right. anything good going for you, uh, except for that guy you're, you've just started dating, who's actually a really good guy. Uh mm. That's it. That, that seems to be the only good thing really going for her right now. Yeah. Uh, speaking about that guy. Uh, so they save the family and Jessica decides, hey, you know, it, it went terribly last time I tried to team up with a villain. Let's try it again. Um, <laughs> so she's going to, she decides she's going to leave with her mom. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, it's more that she thought her mom was dead and she was really sad about it. So she realized she still loves her mom. Which, yeah, I mean, it's a hard bond to break. Um, so she calls uh, Oscar. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say something? No, I was just going to add a little bit to it. Yeah, so that, that scene where, you know, uh, Jessica and her mom save the family from the, the that, that car crash with the, the semi-truck and the big explosion. Um, and, yeah, I mean, Jessica had spent the entire, I don't know, half of this season, uh, ever since she found out her mom was alive, like, just... Uh, I don't know, annoyed at best uh, that her mom is still around. Um, I don't know, she's been dealing with all of these issues about her mom being back is effectively a bad thing. And mm-hmm. yeah, and then when she thinks she might have lost her mom, then yeah, she gets sad and realizes, okay, this is actually really bad. Okay, let's let's do something. Uh, let's let's go away together, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go to Canada. Yeah, so she calls Oscar, and he brings her papers, which, I mean, didn't the, the, does he have to forge papers for Jessica? Did Jessica, or did he just pick up her passport? (laughs) That's a good question. I have no idea. Um, He probably did, because, I mean, I feel like if she wasn't already like if they didn't already want to arrest her for something then they kind of would easily figure out that she's aiding and abetting a criminal which is also an illegal act or an arrestable offense right so Mm -hmm. yeah it's probably just overall easier to get her a a fake passport yeah yeah the my second my follow-up question would be like is it doesn't it take time like didn't he have to like take a long time to make a passport for malice yeah i mean i'm of the opinion that 
once he met Jessica, he knew he was going to have to make all these documents for her at some point anyway. <laughs> so he started. Them ready. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Alyssa, however, I mean, you know, he, he had to do a rush job on that one. So. Yeah. I mean, she, he had to go and get her mugshot off the internet mm-hmm. <laughs> and yep. do it from that. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. Yeah. But he like says like he she does have a life. She's got Vito and she's got him. Uh, come back. Uh. And she realized. I thought she was going to think he was a mole, just like working for the police, and be like, "Well, snap his neck and then run." <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that too. It was it was surprising. Glad that she knew he wouldn't do that to her. Yeah. Yeah, but the cops did follow. So she kisses Oscar and throws a table at the cops and runs. Mm-hmm. I. <laughs> what were the cops' plan? Because I feel like with, I mean, the Sokovia Corps and stuff, you, she, they probably have the right to like at least trank her before she knows them. Yeah, like as she's walking into the building, just like exactly. surround her and shoot. Yeah. Um, well, she, that's what she said, right? Like, because they, uh, the two of them talked and, and she said that they wanted, the, the police wanted uh, her to lead them to Alyssa. Okay. So it, it, it makes sense. It, it's, it's enough it does, of a right. reason. Yeah. You're right. Um, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, she escapes. She runs from the cops. Um, jumps over stuff, apparent, uh, presumably. Um, and decide that they're not going to be able to get through, especially with the roads blocked. So uh, they're going to hop a train and go to Canada. Mm-hmm. And Alyssa wants them to fight in like war zones to help people, right? Yeah, she's she's still riding that high from saving people earlier. <laughs> yeah, which is a good high to ride when you're a superhero. Um, not a great high to ride when you realize you're not bulletproof. <laughs> yes, yeah, she she doesn't realize that till the end of the episode. Um, I mean, she wasn't uh, sure actually. That's true. Well, actually, just to take that back, I don't know if she ever realized it. Um, Trish oh, was a very good shot. Yeah. Um, Jessica realized it. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe maybe they would try a different type of superheroing. Maybe not something where you're being shot at. Maybe they would be like well, a guy, like Alyssa or something. <laughs> I agree, but Alyssa says she wants to go to a war zone. Oh, yeah, so, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's not a good idea. No. Um, yeah, they have they they heal well, but they still need full body armor, and they <laughs> don't know Tony Stark. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. So yeah, Costa calls him. I mean, I don't want to do beat by beat. So I guess like skip to Playland, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's basically the next time we see them. Uh, that evening, yeah, they're in in Playland, and um, yeah, I, I mean, Jessica finds a a boat that they're basically just gonna steal uh to get across the water and mm-hmm. thinking hey yeah no one will see us at night which is i'm sure is true uh yep. but then Alyssa just gives up right she she just wants to go into playland and 
I, mean, I don't know if this is something that I missed. Did she just want to give up and wait to be arrested? Yeah, she did. I mean, I I was going to ask you like what her motivation is. I'm looking forward to my Alyssa at, um, notes. Um, and I don't have anything for that. Um, maybe it's just like she realizes that Oscar is good for Jessica and they're taking away Jessica's life. Or what? What do you think? <laughs> no, I, I do think that the in the previous scene that we kind of skipped over, actually, the one where uh, Jessica and uh, Detective Costa spoke, I, oh. I, I vaguely remember, um, you know, Aly- Alyssa being kind of sad afterwards, after that, that conversation ended. Yeah, because Costa um, was like, it's she had her on speaker and um, had him on speaker and is like, it's not too late for you. Either you're aiding and abetting if you cross the border, or we could say you were like a kidnapping victim, and she doesn't mm. want to take that life away from Jessica. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you if you're if you run right here, like they were going to, I mean, you're basically running for the rest of your life, right? At a bare minimum, you're running if you're in a uh, country with extradition to the U.S. So, yeah, I mean, Canada definitely has extradition. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, all all the good ones have extradition to the U.S. All the good ones. Yeah, I don't know which ones they are. And there are also some other less good ones, I'm sure. I don't know. I have no idea which countries do and do not have extradition treaties to with the U.S. I should look that up for future reference, just in case, but I, yeah. I just don't know. I'm, I'm going to bet that like every member of NATO probably has an extradition treaty with the U.S. And Canada is definitely part of NATO. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, I just looked it up. It takes eight hours to drive from New York City to, uh, well, the Canadian border in Toronto. Um, eight hours and 40 minutes. They've, how, how long have they been on run for? <laughs> I feel like two <laughs> days, right? I mean, I know um, they had to stop for Oscar. They had to go around for roadblocks. But, yeah. Um... Probably less than 24 hours was my assumption. Okay. Because at the end of the previous episode, when Jessica was knocked out, it was it was evening time uh, when they were leaving. And then in this episode, when she wakes up, it's evening time. I can't imagine that that was a full 24 hours or, you know, yeah. from night to night. So I'm sure, you know, that probably, you know, maybe that was an hour at most. Yeah. Uh, Plus, Alyssa is avoiding major highways. My The reason I brought this up was because the next scene, uh, Trish kind of appears, but she doesn't have to go around roadblocks or highways, so I guess it makes sense that she could catch up so easily, right? Yeah. I mean, I was also going to ask how she knew specifically where they were. I, I think I missed something. But... They They've talked about Playland. They... This beachfront place is isn't that near where they buried or sent Simpson off to sea or whatever they did with his body? And she mentioned it. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, they mentioned it a few times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I mean they have a Alyssa and Jess have a nice heart to heart on the Ferris wheel. By the way, I looked up how Ferris wheels work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. My thought was like, how will they ever get down? Because there's, if someone has to be at the controls, 
But no, they're super powered. They probably could just jump off at any moment or just wait till it goes down. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I was very concerned. Apparently, Ferris wheels are m- older Ferris wheels are much more complicated than I thought. There's like a throttle. Oh. There's like you have to brake in a certain way to not like jostle people out of the Ferris wheel. It was much more complicated. Oh, wow. Nowadays, it's just stop and go. <laughs> the, these carnies nowadays have no respect for the old ways. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Just a button. Ugh. The death of Alyssa was way more abrupt than I remember it being. Yeah, it just ended. So there was, um, so there were like two scenes in my mind in this episode, uh, specifically that had Alyssa that I remember thinking, okay, I'm, I'm looking for those those scenes. The first one was when. Uh, when they save the the family, when uh, you know Jessica's worried her mom died in the explosion, mm-hmm. uh, so I thought, oh, okay, cool. That I'm glad it it happened because it, I thought it happened, like I thought when it happened there were still like two or three episodes in the season left, but apparently mm-hmm. no, I very did not miss, I did not remember that uh, correctly. And then there's an entirely different scene which I guess happens in season three. So oh. I guess, and and I guess it wasn't Alyssa involved with it, but okay. Um, <laughs> so I remember season uh, anyway. three less than I remember this episode or this season. So same, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It, basically, it's just there's a specific thing that happened, and I thought Alyssa was involved with it, but I guess not because mm-hmm. she's dead. Uh, it now, <laughs> as far as this, yeah. Uh, and I'm pretty sure she does not show up in season three, even though I don't remember it. Um, I mean, uh, yeah, to be fair, Kilgrave showed up in this season. He died at the end of last season. So, who knows? True. Um, uh, but, yeah, with what you're saying, like, yeah, her her dying is was very quick, abrupt. I mean, it was... I don't know. Uh, when Kilgrave died, it was a little... I mean, it was kind of abrupt. I mean, it was like a crescendo, right? It wasn't just like... Mm. And just out of nowhere... Uh, Jessica snaps his neck like that is not what happened um, but yeah you know I, I think a part of it was they kind of wanted to show us as, as the audience like and they're still human right it mm-hmm. yeah yeah um yeah what do you think about this like ending of the storyline do you think it's like a good ending? Do you think the writers kind of just gave up or what? I it's it's tough, right? Cuz on on one hand, you know, I I think every so often, you know, I know I will joke around, or I'm, I'm sure you probably do too about like, oh, how wouldn't it be funny if we got this uh, you know, ending where this happened and then when we actually see something like that, you know, this scenario like, yeah, uh, you know, she's not bulletproof, so if she just was shot then that's it uh problem solved um i don't know and and when we actually do see that it just feels weird right it feels empty um Mm -hmm. but at the same time i think it still kind of just shows us that yeah she was a monster this entire time and someone just was finally able to shoot her i guess because she was calm um but also you know it, it changed my view specifically of trish right like she is Trish is very cold-hearted in that regard, right? Like she, mm-hmm. she had a shot to be able to kill Alyssa, and she took it. 
And and I feel yeah. like that's I think that's really what the or that's closer to what the um the writers wanted us to think. Yeah, no, I I agree. I mean, I couldn't I could not see a show where Jessica kills her own mom. I don't think that would have been good for her mental health. I don't think mom dying the second time and by her sister's hands is good for her mental health. But at least mm-hmm. there's a way forward from her for the character at this spot. Um, also, it's a mm-hmm. real good reflection of Trish, who's been wanting to make those hard choices and be the hero. And we see how well that goes for her in her relationship with Jessica. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, she's been wanting to be vigilante type person, the hero, you know, stopping mm-hmm. all the bad people out there. And she, this time she does it without superpowers. Maybe with some superpowers. Um, I guess we'll never get an answer on that one. I think there was a little bit. That was that was some really good accuracy. Like, she had a good shot. Yes, but she's also this person who's so paranoid, and she's had guns on her, and she's gone to the range, and she is good with firearms. I think that's one thing about Trish after all the Kilgrave stuff, is she has self-protection. Oh yeah! Oh, de- definitely. Yeah, I mean, she she has the the ability to do that. Um, I'm just I, I don't know. I would believe if if a writer or someone came out and said, "Yeah, we we wrote that assuming that maybe she got a little bit of you know there were some powers starting to show up." I, yeah. I would think, okay, yeah, it makes sense. But even if not, like, all right, cool. Like she she definitely does have the ability to do that. It was mm-hmm. kind of where I'm going with. But yeah, I mean, as far. Uh, my thought was she only had the ability to catch phones with her feet, which, <laughs> though useful, doesn't come up very often. Uh, well, speak for yourself. I don't know how often I'm dropping my phone. Well, <laughs> to be fair, I literally broke my case the other day. I had to order oh. a new case. Uh, and this <laughs> oh. is a, the, an OtterBox case, which are like the oh, heavy-duty ones. It's just I've dropped my phone so many times. <laughs> like a big oh, chunk wow. okay. came out, chipped off of it. Anyway, <laughs> well, you need a very specific superpower. I do, I do. I almost dropped it in a puddle today. I freaked out. I caught it though, so I guess I'm good enough. <laughs> you make All right. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. She doesn't kill Trish, um, and which is good. look, yeah, which she could have very easily. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, the cops arrive. Seconds later, I don't know how they found. What did she, uh, Alyssa call the cops? Maybe she did. Okay, like I don't think oh. she said it, but well, because when she was going into uh, Playland, Jessica said, "No, they'll see the lights," and mm-hmm. then Alyssa just said, "Yeah, it's it's okay. Let them come." So I, I don't think she did. Yeah, it's just they saw the lights and sent an entire SWAT team just on the off chance that it's, which it was Alyssa, but uh, (laughs) like saying it like this, on the off chance that it was a serial killer and not some stupid teenagers who broke into amusement park. Exactly, yeah. Which I gotta think, that security, I mean, I know they broke the chain, but those fences seem jumpable. How does this not happen like every other weekend with teenagers? Uh, yeah, exactly. Like it's places like that have 24 seven security just because Mm -hmm. of that specific issue. 
that maybe that's what happened. Someone saw uh, that these this wanted criminal uh, broke in, one of the security guards, and they called the police. Okay, because they know so that, that one would make sense. I, I would take that. <laughs> All right, so. In an indeterminate amount of time later, Jessica goes on with her life. She resumes private eyeing and <laughs> buying alcohol. <laughs> um, but yeah, so but she actually becomes a hero. Although this seems like a big moment when she like intervenes in the robbery, right? <laughs> I feel like this is not much different from Jessica at the beginning of the season. Like if she's literally in the room and there's a crime going on. A violent crime, she would probably stop it even before all these tragedies. Yeah, exactly. I mean, she she kind of says it at the end of the episode two when she's talking to Vito. She's like, "Yeah, the guy walked in and he was all shifty, and I I knew he was just gonna rob the place. So mm-hmm. I guess I had to do something. Like she wasn't just gonna let an innocent person get hurt. Uh, yeah. She's not gonna go out hunting for it. Like she's not gonna do what what Trish wanted to do. But yeah." She, yeah, so it's like, yeah, there. Jessica went through some stuff and has some growth because she's reaching out to like her boyfriend and his son. But I think her stance on crime fighting is roughly the same. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and then she, yeah, she says, uh, "Go away, Trish," and decides to hang out with the veto and Oscar. And that's the end of Jessica's story. Unless there's anything else you want to bring up? Uh, no. Just looking at my notes. That's, yeah, that's it. Welcome to Baskin Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so... Start graving hazelnuts. Not bad. For your consideration... The Jerry. Well, alright, let's take a quick uh, ad break and then we'll talk about villains. Tony, what is the ad theme for this season? That's not fair. You're supposed to give me the clue. You were supposed to ask me after this ad. So I have one final chance to figure it out. That's right. It's companies that pushed out their competition and became the one and only monopoly of their industry. Which brings me to this week's sponsor, Hogarth, attorney at law, the only attorney in New York City. That's right. Every other attorney in New York City has decided to retire for absolutely no reason. You'd think that there would be at least one, maybe like in Hell's Kitchen or something, but no, that one mysteriously died the day an entire building imploded with no fatalities. Anyway, if you need a lawyer, there are plenty in the city, but if you need something only an attorney can do, whatever that is, call the one and only Jaron Hogarth of Hogarth, attorney at law. Use promo code MCU Rewind so Hogarth herself knows that we filled our customer quota. We um, signed a bad contract for us. Yeah. I would never, ever, ever have guessed that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I I used uh, similar terms uh, each time. Uh, I, I like I would say one and only a lot. I, I think in, okay. in most of these. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would have like my plan initially. I think we talked about this off the air. So the listeners, I was going to cheat and listen to all the ad spots and I completely forgot to do it today. <laughs> so um yeah i think that would might have been more of a, like an owlism <laughs> one and only not i would not have thought of that as part of the theme ah okay but i probably wouldn't have figured it out anyway so 
You win this one, Al. Woo-hoo. You win this one. All right, now to decide if if uh, I should do themes for movies because I haven't in the past. So. Yeah. See, but then again, it's that. been a well, it's been a year and a half since we last did a movie. So, <laughs> um, and I think I've only started doing themes since then. So, ugh. Yeah. I mean, oh well, we'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out. But until we figure it out, moving on to our villains. I ask you, to what end? Dread it, run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. Any time, boys. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra! Kill Luke Cage. Kill Jessica Jones. And the devil of Hell's Kitchen, whoever he is. His name is Matthew. And my name is Electra Nachos. You work for me now. The true villain, Monopolies. Terrible game. No one likes it. All right. Also, Alyssa. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. I mean, we we talked a lot about her already. Really, just intertwined with Jess. Uh. You know, she really wanted Jessica to join her. She mm-hmm. was riding that high because she decided, hey, maybe maybe I should save people. I I do want to be a superhero. And then in the end, she decided, nah, never mind. I'll just give myself up to the cops. Yeah. I. Yeah. There's a couple. Pretty much one thing I want to talk about with Alyssa. I've got other notes, mm-hmm. but only one main thing. Um, is actually talking about people other than Alyssa. She says <laughs> that she and Jessica are two of the most powerful women in the world. Mm-hmm. The most powerful. The two most powerful women. The two most powerful women. This is post-Age of Ultra. Mm-hmm. People know who Wanda is, right? <laughs> This is post civil war. This is post civil <laughs> war because the raft exists. I, mm, I I still don't know if that's true, but I I guess we can assume because the movie Civil War came out first. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it's named doesn't I I don't think means that it existed after the movie. Anyway, um, yeah, I would assume that yes, they know about the raft, um, and that's a good point. Yeah, listing the people. Uh, specifically the Avengers. That's a good point. We don't know how much people know about the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Like, who they are, who's on the team. Uh, I guess... we. I think we've joked before that Tony Stark, um, you know, sells... made sure that he got the rights to them to sell toys and all that stuff. So... Yeah. Um, so, so people must know about Scarlet Witch and have a general idea about her powers, mm-hmm. right? They're like, yeah, she can move things with her mind. And that's it. That's probably all that they say. You know, for liability reasons. You don't want people to figure out a good way to attack them. Uh, anyway, I think back to what, what you're saying. I don't know. They're very strong. They're Obviously, they're not the most powerful. But, yeah. you know, if you just want to, you know, talk yourself up. Yeah, you'll say it. Why not? They're in the top five strongest women in the world. <laughs> Just because at this point, and still now, there aren't a lot of... I mean, there's more female heroes now. But at the time, 2016, I think we had Wanda. Or this was Mm -hmm. 2018, but this was like pre... No one knew about Captain Marvel. True. Mm -hmm. And she wasn't on Earth, so... Yeah. 
I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like no one on Earth knew about Captain Marvel. The Wasp is not a known person yet, mm-hmm. if she's even wasping. Um, so yeah. Oh, that's a good point. She because her she movie be... came out in 2018. Uh, after mm-hmm. this, obviously, but yeah. I do not know. Or no, that movie came out in. Tw- yeah, that was 2018. That was after Endgame, or Infinity yep. War. Yeah, um, it was the first movie after Infinity War. Yeah. So yeah, there aren't. Despite the all the women lining up in Endgame, uh, not a lot of them are Earthbound, and not a lot of them are known this at this time a year before, or five years before the Battle of Earth. Yeah, it, it's easy to just assume that they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, I don't know how much Alyssa knows about superheroes in general. She really might just think they're the only two people with super strong superpowers. And maybe. Yeah, I exactly. Guess. We we have no idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, anything else for Alyssa? <laughs> no, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Fair, fair. All right. Moving on to guys in the chair. Guy in the chair. I think that's what I want to do. Is help people with abilities. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. I got Trish and Malcolm. <laughs> oh, I got a little uh, bit for Hogarth. Yep, same. Mm-hmm. I guess we should talk to Trish. About Trish. To mm-hmm. Trish about Trish. Did you, do you have Trish Walker on the line now? Um, no. No, I don't. Okay, then I guess we should talk about her. Okay. Um, yeah. So she is waking up. After uh, going in convulsions last episode. And she's just having a peaceful night of sleep. It's her mom's yelling that finally wakes her up. Because nothing else will. <laughs> yeah, she finally got some actual rest. And never mind. Now it's ruined. Oh, yeah. And she wakes up. Like, she goes to sleep to a nightmare. Having convulsions. Possibly dying. She legitimately believes she was dying. And she wakes up to a nightmare. Her mom. So, I guess. Uh... She just has a waking, uh, waking hell now. Apparently. Well, who doesn't? Yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Her mom's just worried about Trisha's next comeback, even though her daughter almost died moments ago, or hours ago, at least. Yeah, I mean, her mom does have that one-track mind, right? She only cares about her daughter's career. Uh, And you know what? To an effect, I'm sure that part of that does is how she cares about her daughter, but also that's how she cares about herself, because I assume she's still living off of Trish in some way. I don't know how, but somehow. I mean, she uses definitely the name name because doesn't she have her own, like, child talent agency? Oh, yeah, that's right. I think we saw that in season one, right? Yeah. Was there something like that? Okay. I think so. So she's still using, hey, I got my daughter rich and famous. I could do that to your kid, too. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Yeah. Um, but mom, uh, her mom does what moms do best and plays up uh, her insecurities because she reminds Dorothy that she can't help because if the police and Jessica couldn't stop Alyssa, how could a weak person like her ever do that? 
Exactly. Ugh. It's not like she has a device that can kill people with the press of a button. Yep. Uh, no, because you, that has a trigger. Completely different. Ah, it, exactly. She does not have that device. Yep. yep. Um. So, yeah, she, after a uh, meeting with Costa, um, that Jessica's near Westchester, uh, shout out to the X-Men who are in Westchester, and also my friend Adria, who grew up in Westchester. Uh, she knows that they're near Playland. And she has eight hours to get to Playland. Why they expected to listen to make that terrible decision of going to Playland? Who knows? Yeah, I mean, you know what? Trish just got really lucky here. Yeah. Good good for her. Yeah, in, in a way. <laughs> yep. And she shoots mom. <laughs> Bad for yep. her in for for that, but yes, but good yeah. for her for guessing correctly. Yep. Um. So the two scenes I remember from this episode before we watched it was Trish shooting Alyssa and Trish uh, catching the phone on her foot. That's all I all I remember from <laughs> that happened in this episode. <laughs> I didn't remember either of those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, so now she has, you know, like we said earlier, that one really specific superpower. I wonder if any more will develop in the future. I, I mean, I hope so. It'd be cool to see, you know, maybe in season three. I don't know. There, there's no season four. So, you know, if, if she gets powers, I hope it happens in season three. Yeah. Do you have anything else for Trish, though? Uh, no, that's it. All right. Uh, do you want to talk about Malcolm or Hogarth? Uh, let's talk about Malcolm. Alright. So, he's been fired. He's quit. He's been fired again. He's quit permanently this time. But he's still repairing Jessica's home. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Yes. Um, but I mean, he was also kind of in there to really just finish things up, right? Like, he... Mm -hmm. He probably had to get some notes uh, of things because he he was doing work, I assume, in her office for uh, for that thing for for Hogarth. Um, So, yeah, this is him really just cutting ties after that really big argument the two of them had in the hospital, Mm -hmm. which I think was was last week's episode, right? I think so. Okay. Yeah. For our listeners, guys, we recorded... The Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania uh, questions, results, and we had a grab bag in the episode. So it's been almost a month since we saw the last episode. This is not how Netflix planned us to watch the show. <laughs> no, exactly. They plan for us to watch it all in one sitting so that we it all blends together and we forget about it. That's what uh, Hey, it's <laughs> definitely... Their plan is working. Definitely. Um, the only shows that I remember less than the Defenders shows is Hellstrom. But that's because I've seen one episode of that. <laughs> I uh, Wow, that's more than I thought you watched. Okay, I watched the premiere, and I'm like, oh, I'll get to this eventually. And I never did. <laughs> All right. Oh. So after uh, fixing her wall and returning the key... Uh, Malcolm puts on a nice suit and goes to meet with uh, Deborah Chow. Um, and this brings up a pet peeve I have in some movies and TV shows. 
Mm-hmm. Malcolm has dressed the way he has uh, this season after getting clean from drugs. Uh, but, like, he's, he looks nice, but he doesn't look professional. Mm-hmm. This show, and a lot of shows presume that dressing like that is a choice, and it's not based on, like, financial situation. That he could have gone and bought a suit at any time and just looked nice, and he just chose not to. And, like, being stylish is a financial like bound boundary for a lot of people and he probably hasn't ma- not made a lot of money with jessica yeah exactly like assuming he had to buy those clothes because uh, i can't imagine why he would have had them already like you could argue he had them before but back when he was an addict he probably would have sold them so yeah. um yeah like how many uh like i don't know at least a couple hundred he had to drop on on that mm-hmm. the suit probably the shoes socks i guess why not maybe since you're there you know get the nice belt and the underwear to go with it yeah Yeah. but he still cuts his own hair because we saw him starting to cut his hair well you know if you can't find anyone that you like that that does it the way you like then you have to do it yourself yeah that's true how far is hell's kitchen from harlem like did he used to go to pop's place (laughs) from luke cage then got all shut up uh it's possible he he might have i'm gonna say yes i'm gonna say yes okay (laughs) <laughs> all right so uh yeah he gives the info uh to hogarth mm-hmm. and she refuses to hire him because it's hogarth why would you hire someone she doesn't have to uh so he goes to work for price chang uh becoming evil jessica presumably i don't know yeah i i, I guess I does Malcolm know that Price Chang tried to kill uh, Jessica and her mom? I'm trying to think of the order of events. I don't think like did Malcolm ever meet Jessica's mom? Oh, that's a good point. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think he did. I think when Alyssa came into the situation, she it was the time when she was already locking Malcolm out of her life. Yeah, oh, that, that definitely had already been happening. Yeah. Um, so, and then that episode ends with, or at least the episode where, they're, when it starts with uh, Price Chang shooting into their apartment, mm-hmm. uh, it ends with Alyssa giving herself up, or jessica giving Alyssa up to the police uh and yeah as as that second half of of the season went trish met her because trish went to the the prison Mm -hmm. that's it yeah yeah so yeah i don't think he knows what price chang did oh wow (laughs) okay and i don't think jessica's ever gonna say anything because it seems like they don't talk anymore given uh that one scene we get of them walking past each other uh frankly i'm shocked at the possibility that price chang is going to be in the next season because i don't remember if he is or not same i I guess we'll find out (laughs) um anything else for malcolm uh nope that's it yeah all right moving on you know actually oh nope actually just back to malcolm 
you know, we kind of said this last time. Like he's he's a good uh, private eye. He he was really he good is. at getting the dirt out of uh, uh, what was it Linda Chow? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's it. Just, just good for him. Mm-hmm. Good job. Glad he found something he's good at and that he likes. I assume he likes doing. Yeah, and then, um, well, skipping over to Hogarth, because the scene I want to talk about was when she talks mm-hmm. to Benowitz and Chow um, about them mm-hmm. laundering drug money. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she wins. Um, she got double the severance play and takes all of her clients, including Rand, which they said is 62% of clients. Um, so, yeah. Good, good job, Hogarth. Yeah, you know, if you need to start a new business, uh, it really helps if you can just steal business away from a pre-existing one like that. Oh yeah, that that just helps you get a, a nice nice start to it. It um, does, and yeah. also having a huge like nest egg that you can invest into that business. Yeah, exactly. Plus, now I mean, I assume she's going to be making more money because if that's sixty two percent of the business. And she's the sole owner versus before it was 62% of the business. And like, she was a, a third partner mm-hmm. that I, I assume. Yeah. Now it's like, like even if there there's no growth of this business, uh, she's going to be making way more money. So good for her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she's the sole partner. So, but she's going to have to hire other um, lawyers because I don't think, mm-hmm. Like, it's physically possible for her to do that as the sole um, attorney. Oh, yeah. I agree. So, Foggy will probably move over. (laughs) Maybe other people. I don't know. All right. Yeah. yeah. And finally, yeah, the last thing we get... um, Well, we get Hogarth not hiring um, Malcolms, but (laughs) he gives him a nice paycheck uh, so he can pay for that suit. He probably bought on um, Layaway or something. <laughs> and then, yeah, she hires Cheng for business. Uh, do they specify why they're hi- she's hiring Cheng? I, I assume this is one of those business partnerships of like, hey, as a uh, lawyer a for your stuff, yeah, we're just going to get you on retainer because it'll just be easier, I, I, I assume, right? Just yeah. constantly throw business at them. So why don't we just get you on the books and we'll just constantly pay you for whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, you know, one of the other things actually I wanted to bring up about Hogarth. So she, just as a reminder, she didn't, ne- she did not get healed from her. I forgot what she had. Was it ALS? ALS. Or was it something else? Yeah. ALS. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So she did not get healed. So she could still just die at any time. Well, I guess not die at any time, right? Cause it's going to be a, a, it's a degenerative thing, yeah. right? I mean, she can die at any time the same way any human being can die at any time, like through accident or tragedy. <laughs> but mm-hmm. also, yeah. she will degrade. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay. So, you know, one of the things that she said when she was talking to the, the other two partners, to uh, Benowitz and Chow, uh, she was saying that, uh, you know, dealing with that possibility of death or the, the looming sooner death, um, mm-hmm. she's gotten... she. I guess seems to have gotten a little bit more fearless. <laughs> and uh, I think in this episode, they really wanted to show that she's, I guess, more of a sexual predator. Cause mm-hmm. 
Like there were a couple of scenes where she like she was staring at her yoga instructor and I think she was going in for the kiss before Malcolm showed up and knocked on the door. Yep. Uh, I don't know if the yoga instructor was was into that, um, but I guess we'll never find out. Uh, And then, you know, there was another scene where she was just walking in the law firm and she was just checking out this woman that was off there on like off to the side. Like, okay, I I don't remember what she's like in season three, but probably more of this is my assumption because now she's got even more power. Yeah, I mean, this is real consistent. Like, this isn't the first time. Like, season one, she dumped her wife for the sexy young assistant. Uh, Mm -hmm. She had all the prostitute stuff, then sleeping with Inez and all that stuff. Like, this is... She's a dirty old man as a dirty old lesbian. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... Yep, it's... It tracks. (laughs) Alright, any other guys in the chair? Uh, nope, that's it. That's all I've got. Alright, how about 12% of the plan? Stark Tower is your baby. Give yourself 12% of credit. 12%? An argument can be made for 15. 12%? Well, I my baby? did do all the heavy lifting. Literally, uh, I lifted the heavy things. You know, I'm 12 minutes older than you. <laughs> Go. What percentage? I don't know. 12%. 12%?! <laughs> that is not a plan! Barely a concept. You're taking their side? I am Groot. So what? It's better than eleven percent. What the hell does that have to do with anything? All right. Uh, I guess. I guess I have one thing. Um, okay. You know, I really thought that Jessica and that guy whose name I can't remember the, the guy Oscar. she's dating, Oscar. Uh, I really thought that they broke up this season, but I guess not. Like I just, I, I guess we'll find out in season three because I think I let that slip a while ago that they're not together in season three. So I guess. We'll find out why. To be fair, our memories are crap. So, <laughs> maybe True. they are. Um, I really don't think so. Because something I remember from the first okay. episode, I'm, I'm like 90% sure they're not. We'll, we'll talk about it in like two years or whatever, whenever we get to that episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's all. Um, all right. Well, this used to be its own section, but I probably won't... Mm, yeah, this will be its own section, because I like the sound effect. Without my hammer, I can't. Are you Thor, the god of hammers? What is the name of Thor's hammer? Mil... 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 Mjolnir? Jonathan? Darcy? Jane! Mia! Selvig! Mia! Al, who do you think, if anyone, is capable of lifting Mjolnir? in this season not a single person there is you cannot convince me that anyone here could be or could eventually be capable of lifting Mjolnir well I always have to think of someone okay so I'm going to say Alyssa's second prison guard (laughs) she was a good person okay Okay. all right the one that Alyssa killed oh that's right the that's right, the lady. Okay, all right. She she was good. Okay, all right. You're right. You're right. She would be the closest possible. I still don't think so. But Oscar? Right. <laughs> no, still don't think so. Mm-mm. Vito. <laughs> uh, too young. No. Is there an age limit? Because, like, I, mm. in Love and Thunder, I know they they get the power of Thor. 
Yeah, all of their I don't kids. think. He, yeah, I don't. I don't think he added that stipulation that if they're worthy. I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure he uh, chose to ignore that part. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> all right, let's. Uh, I think it's time to read the episode. Um, Al, I didn't have something for this. So, how many rides on the Ferris wheel will you give this episode? <laughs> um, you know, I'm gonna give it three. Like overall, it was an end to the season, and that's yep. kind of how I see it, right? You know, it, it wrapped up storylines, so that's nice. You know, we didn't really have anything that's just like hanging other than uh trish getting powers apparently but even that is eh. um yeah that's it that's all i have to say it was as an episode it was okay i'm glad that things ended but yeah yeah i think uh two and a half it really ended anticlimactically and (laughs) yeah it's very much these we'll get into these because we're running into the second seasons of three of these netflix shows four of these netflix shows Mm -hmm. these these are run like trilogies like there's this is definitely the ending of the middle part and there's no real beginning and there's no real end um spoiler alert for this and daredevil season three uh not really spoilers they get satisfying endings like they could still keep going but they get satisfying endings um Uh luke cage and def- um, and Iron Fist definitely do not get satisfying endings, mm-hmm. and I can't remember how uh, season two of Punisher ends, but yeah. <laughs> Actually, that one, hmm. that one had an okay satisfying ending, if if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. The, the Punisher one was was okay. Okay, okay. Well, we'll see. I remember liking that season a lot more, but we're not even close to there yet. <laughs> All right, Al. I think it's time to wrap up the episode. All right, sounds good. Hey, everyone. Um, thank you for joining us. This is this concludes our rewinds of uh, season two of Jessica Jones. So uh, if you care about uh, when we do season three for Jessica Jones, um, so right now we have written down uh, May of 2025 will be when we get around to uh, season Jeez. three. However, that, that does not count our grab bag episodes, which we just started. We haven't factored those in yet. So because, you know, every three weeks we have to have an extra one. So I don't know. Maybe that's like early 2026. I'm, I'm not sure. I haven't done the math, but it's going to be a couple of years till we get to season three of Jessica Jones. Yep. In the meantime, uh, you can join us next week at least when we're going to start our rewinds of Black Panther. So we'll be talking about the first Black Panther movie, and we do that thing with the movies where we split it up into three parts. So we'll have three weeks uh, for that movie. Um, and then after that, we're going to jump right back into our rewinds for season five of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So we'll start back up in that midway uh, point for that season. So, yeah, that's that's everything that's coming up. And if you have any other questions, you can see uh, our tentative schedule online on our website, mcrewind.com. Uh, just keep in mind that it has not been updated yet for those grab bag episodes. Uh, I need to find a, a easy way to auto-generate those. That's that's the only reason that hasn't been updated yet. Alright. Anyway, uh, in the meantime, please follow us on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore Rewind. And please, pretty, pretty, please give us a five-star rating in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcast app it is you use. Uh, that would be awesome. Anyway, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind signing off. Have a marvelous day. Somebody told me that his name was Bill.